Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Sports Night Podcast, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint on the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Network. My name is Chris Yale, and as always, I am joined by Maurice Patton. Before we get started, we would like to thank our sponsors, Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, and, of course, Custom Stone Handlers. Custom Stone Handlers believes in leadership, and outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. Contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Today we are joined by Columbia Central as you can tell by his awesome <laughs> background, uh, Columbia Central head girls soccer coach, uh, Gre Gregory Sidlowski, uh, better known and, and easier said as Sid. So we'll just call him Coach Sid. That's, and, that's good. Uh, that's right. Uh, we appreciate you getting on here with us. And, uh, you know, even after our early technical difficulties, we're, we're glad to have you. <laughs> well, thanks for having us. I'm glad you guys are around and doing these doing this, uh, this podcast, you know, for local sports and high school sports. It's awesome. Yeah, Greg, um, wanted to get with you primarily for the, for the fact that, you know, so much of the talk here over the last few weeks has been about getting football back on the field. And um, Governor Lee finally signed his executive order that he announced on Tuesday, on Friday, um, to let you guys resume full contact work and, and point yourselves toward an August 17th um, start to the season. And again, it, it's been so much talk about football, but this has affected girls soccer as well. And you guys were really on um, pins and needles as well there for a while. What did finally getting that word mean to your sport, your program, to you? Well, you know, I think uh, let's just go for the sport. I know, you know, um, you know, as well as I do here in Tennessee, we now have MLS and I know I'm kind of stemming away real quick from, you know, just uh, high school girls sports, but um, soccer's growing and in this state, uh, their travel program there in, in uh, the Nashville area, well, really it's Franklin, Brentwood, TSC, but I mean, every, you know, for all soccer across the board, not only girls soccer, but travel and I mean, everybody was was ready to ramp up and go. I mean, we know we lost the boys season. And so girls, it's, it's kind of been, you know, and I'll just be honest with you. I'm so organized in the sense of my scheduling that I usually have everything ready to go end of April. You know, I have my girls June schedule, what they're doing. Well, we, we start in May with uh, strength conditioning and then, you know, we go into June, we do a couple days, we continue strength conditioning and, and we uh, use game time sports and my strength coach is Drew Massey. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just been kind of like we're waiting and waiting and waiting, which, you know, what day can we open up and when can we start training? And, and June, when they open up in June for us, I only did six, we only did six trainings on the field. Um, I didn't do anything else uh, outside of that. And, and until they opened the doors in, in July, but then, you know, what happened July, then they kind of shut things down and, 
and you know we were already social distancing practices so once july came i usually run a 7v7 tournament in july um but obviously that that didn't happen and really i wasn't gonna actually run it was gonna be the first year i, I was gonna kind of take a day take a year off and then revamp it the following year but obviously that was <laughs> i mean with everything that was going on it wasn't gonna happen anyway but um you know the girls want to get on the field high school sports um, it doesn't matter what sport it is. Kids are, you know, kids are chopping at the bit. They've been in the house, you know, so my girls, once we got going, you know, in July, um, and again, I was only going two days a week and then we were strength conditioning two days a week once July started and then I gave them Friday off. So, um, and I, I'm just being honest with you guys. I really felt that we weren't starting until September. So my planning in the back <laughs> of my mind was September 7th we're going to get vamped up. So really this whole thing now it's kind of like, Oh my goodness, you know, and I'm, you know, we're, all these coaches are calling and trying to text. And then one group of coaches, they don't, they can't schedule you in. And I mean, but it, it's meant a lot just to get on the field. I got a new practice facility here at central, um, which is absolutely amazing. Um, I'm not practicing across the street from the stadium. So I'm excited. I've been uh, cutting that since June um, it, it's pretty much just like a fairway. If you brought your golf clubs out, it's beautiful. Our kids, uh, love it. We got a new locker room for our girls soccer and boys soccer here at Columbia central. So soccer's, you know, it's looking up, but there's right now, and you guys know this, there's a question mark there. There's, you know, we're going, you know, things are, you know, we're practicing, we're, we're, we're actually getting, you know, physical, which is a huge thing. Um, uh, but, I mean, there's still question marks out there, guys. No question. And, and Sid, after having gone through the after having gone through the spring that you went through with the boys, getting a week into the season, and then losing the rest of it, I mean, is yeah. there that fear in the back of your head that that that's going to be the end result once again with girls? Yeah, I mean, you look at it right now. I mean, I've talked to coaches in my district, and um, they're doing their senior night like this, their first home game. <laughs> and I'm probably, I'm, and I'm, I'm just gonna be honest with you. I have a parent meeting on Thursday, right? This Thursday, my, <laughs> so my, my voice to the parents would be, I think at our first home game we should have our senior night, and 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 you know, because you don't, you just don't know the unknown as of right now. And obviously, the school doors are opening, and people are coming. We're gonna you know, we're going to pour the students back into the school building, which, you know, I mean, that that's fine. I mean, I, we're ready to do that. But we all know with any type of disease, you know, you know, what can happen. So, you know, the doors close, we're, we're going remote teaching and then, you know, and then what what's going to happen with sports. So, I mean, it's it's still I mean, it, I mean, I hate to say it and repeat this word. We're probably going to repeat it. the unknown is just the unknown. I mean, it, once we get started and going back to the boys, I don't need, it's just a heart wrenching thing for Columbia central boys. Cause uh, you know, that's, it, it's just a tough, tough thing, but Hey, everybody in the state had to deal with that. And, um, but girls right now, it, when, when you step your foot on that pitch for the first time guys and your season's going, then you're just like, okay, okay. We, we've, we've crossed at least that bridge. Right. You know, and what's the, and you know, what's that going to look like? It's going to be totally different scenario than, you know, we've ever seen before. Right. Well, and kind of continuing on that, that thought 
train there. Do you feel like the experience with the guys and, and the girls seeing that, do you think that they will take every game a little more seriously? It'll be – every match will be the biggest match of the year because it could very well be the last one. Yeah, I, you know, I totally agree with you. I've, I've, I've asked some of my, you know, girls, and, and their answer is they're just happy there's a season. You know, I mean, if you ask them, they're just happy there's a season. And so each game, I believe the weight is going to be totally different than a normal season where you're kind of building into that. You know, you got your preseason games and you've got your play days. That's all gone. So you, we're starting right off if you look at our schedule. And I, I, I don't know if – did I send that to you? Um, you did. I, I, you did. Okay. Yeah, we start off back-to-back with, um, you know, uh, Franklin County. Franklin County is defending district champs. They're loaded. Um, their eighth grade group coming in is loaded, and we're going to we're going to be playing them back to back. So, <laughs> I think we'll both be rusty. I think every soccer program in the state of Tennessee will be rusty. You know, not being able to kind of play those preseason games and get those things out of the way that you know the corrections, the things that we're doing wrong. So uh, we're going to do the and you got to think, guys, we're rushing now. We're rushing. I was literally backing off of practice. You know, my practices were like just two days on the field and two days in there because I literally felt, you know, there's no way. I mean, he stopped it at the end of June, and I'm thinking, hey, the, the, the it's going up. I'm thinking, okay, I think let's they're going to want to take it another month, and we're, we're going to start in September. And that's kind of the way I put things. So now it's kind of like, oh, my goodness, I've got – 10 I think it's 10 or 11 training days until our first game so you talked about being rusty heading into that opener against Franklin County Greg does it help that like you said everybody's going to be rusty yeah I I I think you're totally right there I think we're all going to be in the same boat Um, we're definitely those games the game we play against Franklin County the first one is not going to look like the second one you know what I'm saying We'll, we'll make adjustments going into that second game, you know, we, we drive out to Franklin County, the first game, they come to us the following Tuesday. I I'm trying to put a game in, in between. I can't, because I was supposed to go to what they called. And and I'm sure, I don't know if you guys heard of this. You probably did that. They were going to bring a new tournament to Murfreesboro called meet in the middle. Um, and it was going to be put on by Baylor, uh, Baylor and another school. I can't remember, but Baylor's uh, girls coach, and another coach was, they were going to put it on and it was going to be at the Murfreesboro soccer complex. Well, you know, that's gone. You know, <clears> that's that, that tournament's now not even uh, in the works. And I used to go to the Gatlinburg tournament uh, every fall, the last, I think four years, three or four years I've been there. Um, but so now that my first week, I don't have another game there. So I'm, I'm struggling to find someone to play and it just doesn't look like I'm going to find anybody. For, for a game there, which would have been nice to have another game non-district in between sure. going to Franklin or Franklin County coming to us for my second game. So, yes, it's, it, I think the rust, it may take four games, you know, before we start, you know, for us, you know, going into a, a decent stride. And, and, and I guess for everybody, it's going to be whoever can knock off that rust the quickest is the one that, kind of gets that leg 
yes, no, there's no doubt about it. Soccer is kind of – see, soccer, what people don't understand is you can't just have one. You know, you just, you just can't have one great player. I mean, basketball, you can have good athletes around one great player um, in high school, and that great player in high school can score 30, 40 points a game, right? Well, I mean, we had Preston Price for the boys, but he had a nucleus around him that allowed him to shine, you know, to where for my girls, you know, we, I have to have all 11 working together. So it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what that first game brings. And we're going to try to do the best we can in these next 10 days to get ready for that. You do have a couple of, uh, uh, you know, seniors on your team that you expect some, some leadership from um, just having I guess having that experience, um, those experienced leaders, will that be something that you kind of lean on them to help out the younger kids maybe yeah, outside I, of practice? Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things I'm just going to talk a little bit on and touching that, we're such in weird times here. You think about it, right? Um, outside of practice, we've talked about just COVID period. We're like, listen, I told the girls, I said, hey, you're going to have to social distance. I mean, think about this. You're telling teenagers to kind of go into a bubble, right? And so now you're, you're, yes, your senior leaders, as you're saying that, you're hoping that outside of, you know, we come to practice, we do what we're supposed to. And, and I'll tell you, I'll touch on this. We had a tough season last year. We went from winning, which was a big surprise. And Maurice will tell you, I mean, we, two years ago, we went in the district and nobody, I mean, we were in the playing game. We were number four in our district you know, out of five teams. And so we come into last year and people were like, oh man, we're going to, no, we're, we're young. And so I do have some senior leadership that's coming up. A couple girls that will be looking to play at, at the collegiate level. They really want to. Um, and so I think their hunger and their drive right now that I see at our trainings is definitely, is definitely, is definitely pushing over into our young, young kids and, and obviously their leadership on the field hopefully is pushing also off the field with just everything that's going on, making sure that we're just, you know, I try to tell my girls, be safe. Don't surround yourself with the, I mean, that's hard to tell a teenager, you know what I'm saying? Because all those things are part of what we're dealing with. It's not just, Hey, we're coming out to practice and we're leaving and the expectations are that you get a good night's sleep and that you're eating right. You know, it's it's much more than that. So, and I've already had, you know, a couple that had to quarantine, you know. Uh, not that we've had anybody on the team actually have it, uh, have COVID, but um, they've been around somebody that has. So. And we're visiting with Columbia Central soccer coach Greg Sidlowski. And, um, Greg, you kind of stole one of my questions there, but with everything that's okay. else that's going on, you guys are coming off of a – lackluster for lack of a better phrase season last year you know how does that on top of everything else motivate you guys well, let me tell you something I, I, Maurice you've been covering sports right in soccer I mean football in the fall is football you know what I'm saying we're every, everybody takes a back seat to football let's just be honest I mean it's it's the key thing right and and girls soccer at Columbia Central and you can go back and you can look at the history here for the last 20 years we are a working class soccer team, okay? And, and that means, right, here's what happens. Every freshman class that comes in in this program 
does not say that it's going to be spectacular. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of, t- you, you know what I mean? With some of the schools that compete in this state, their freshman classes that come in, they're not losing a beat from, you know what I'm saying? And their, their program just keeps going and keeps going. Whereas what happens here is we get some players that play year round. We get high school players that just play high school and we get, and we get players that want to just socialize really, you know, they, I mean, and it's, and I, I totally understand that. And, and I pick them up and they play, but you know, uh, last year was everybody was on a high and saying, man, we're going to be tremendous. And the fact of the matter was we lost four players to college soccer, four players to college soccer. Let me repeat that. That's and insane. this is Columbus. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we, we lose, and it doesn't matter what level, you know, you got two, one girl playing for C state gets a starting role plays for Colton played here, right? You got a girl playing minutes at Martin Methodist who are always ranked um, in NAIA. I got another girl playing for Martin Methodist that creeped in and, and got a, maybe some varsity minutes, but she was, she played on the field. And then I've got a girl that pl- scored a goal for Trevecca in a, in a nice conference there in Nashville. And so let, let's understand this. If I, you cover sports, who is going to fill the role of those four players, right. right? That's that was the struggle last year, and guess what? I'm just going to tell you, we didn't we didn't have those roles totally filled. So right. we we kind of were just we were already rebuilding last year, okay? Um, our senior leadership last year were great, and going into this season, I think the girls see that, and I've I've sat down and had conversations about, about them, and and again going back to the fact, listen, Columbia Central when I have tryouts. I don't have 30 travel girls, you know, as freshmen coming in to try out. You know what I'm saying? That's just, you know, we're, we're not Brentwood. We're not, you know, Rutherford County. Rutherford County sent two girls teams to the state um, championship um, last year. Williamson County sent two teams to the state championship last year. So, you know, um, in our district, our, our top two got knocked out first round of region. And I, it hasn't been since Lincoln County. So what I'm saying is to get girls, I, I always look at us and say, listen, our focus for this season is another district championship. Let's accomplish that. Let's focus on that. And I love my senior leadership. Um, the girls that are here, three of them, I believe will be different types of workhorses than they were last year. Um, and I think a fourth has really worked hard to find her place. Um, Lithia Ramirez uh, on the field. She's really working hard for a starting spot with those other three. So, and they're focused. Um, they do not want to have the same type of year and our district's wide open. Franklin County is loaded, but I think all of us in our district can beat them. So, you know, I mean, I'm excited. I uh, can't wait. Um, and, and again, lackluster, you're right. But now, okay, how are we going to rebuild? And we're, our training sessions have, told me as a coach that they're going to be ready that's awesome well coach uh just real quick want to make sure that we get folks uh acclimated with their schedule and where they can find you guys i know you guys have a twitter account um but also you know where where can they where can folks keep up with with columbia central girls soccer well, here's the thing, you know, and I, we will definitely have a better Twitter account right now. I'm going to try, probably try to get a parent to, to get involved in that. 
and make sure that that's going just like I did with the boys. But I, I de we're definitely going to be on the CHS Twitter. So the Columbia Central Twitter we will also be um, put, putting ourselves out there on Facebook and those type of things. So whatever um, uh, we also have, I think we also have an Instagram page as well. So whatever we can do to get our games out there, we definitely are going to be putting it on um, the school social media. And then along with we're going to be putting together a new Twitter um, through a parent uh, for Columbia Lady Lions soccer. All right. Hey, before we let you go, Greg, um, we've talked a lot about soccer, but I know that um, this football season, whenever it gets started, is going to be pretty exciting for you as well. Um, talk a little bit about young Mr. Sidlowski. Oh, man. <laughs> Easy. There's a little dad pride right there. Yeah, I was just thinking that that's the proudest I've ever seen a dad on. I'm yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't realize I was gonna hit you like that, Greg, but um Carter had a heck of a basketball season last year, I think, and I think the um you know, talking to Jason and just watching him on the hardwood, I think the confidence is really going to bleed over and pay dividends this fall. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just uh, – you're proud. He's – he's a hard worker. Um A lot of what he's done uh, comes from real hard work right now. He's uh, <clears throat> and, and just to touch on basketball, but yeah, basketball is really going to help him and uh, from last year, but going into this year, I mean, he's, he's excited. Um, he has right now he has a chip on his shoulder um, and a lot has to do with uh, uh, just recruiting, you know, uh, his mom and I, uh, his mother uh, and I, he's, he's in a recruiting pool um, that goes from NAIA through all FBS. And, um, and let's just go back. He's a team player. I'm not, I'm not talking about him going beyond. I think this year, let's just be what he wants his team to win. He wants mm -hmm. his team to win. Number one, he's going to do whatever it takes in the weight room right on the practice field to help his team win. You know, he's going to play, he plays both ways. He plays offense, he plays defense. I mean, and that hurts, I, I think a little bit, some of what Columbia Central really wants to do just because of numbers. But when you look at Carter, I mean, his, he's just working right now. You know, he's, he's at game time twice a week uh, and he's been doing that for about a month and a half. So he goes twice a week to game time. Um, to work on weights and, and his agility and his ability to get things right. Um, and then he goes obviously to practice with there with coach Hoth. So, um, I mean, he, he couldn't wait to get pads on. I talked to him this morning and he said, I'm just, I'm wrecking it. You know, he's, he, and you know, it, it's tough right now because I talked to one of his coaches. They don't have a lot, they don't have anybody to really challenge him right now mm. in the trenches. So what is he going to need to do? Now he has to challenge himself, you know what I'm saying, outside of that to, like, get him get himself ready 
um, for every game. It's just, he, he is, I'm telling you, he's motivated. Can I share a story real quick? Dixon County had a guy committed to <clears throat> Kentucky last year, right? <laughs> and Carter, he's motivated. He's like, this kid's going to Dixon County, to, or he's going to Kentucky, and he had SEC written on his cast and everything, and all game, Carter was just in his face, in his face. You ain't going – you ain't – you. what are you doing? What You know, he's talking to the guy the whole game, and the guy didn't do nothing against Carter. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's the type of motivation that that young man has, um, and I'm just so proud. I'm excited. Um, I want to do some tailgating however I can just to be out back there and park and, and just get ready for Friday night lights. And, you know, I'm hoping for Jason Hoth and the entire team, you know, along with my son, that they have a good season. I remember it ended with a tough 6-3 loss, and I was at that game on the sideline, and I thought, really, Columbia Central should have won that game. I mean, we couldn't score. I mean, and unfortunately, you know, one big run, yeah. or the game could have been 3 nothing. you know? You know, when you look back at that, so and, and if you look at how their region ran the table, you know, and look at what they did against Summit, you know, now we they lost some big time people. Now, I mean, let's not let's not be. Uh, I'm excited. Carter Sulowski is my son, but he he's an athlete, you know, and he really wants Columbia Central to win a playoff game. You know, um, if you ask him deep down inside, you know, he he. He's definitely a team player, but he's very self-motivated. And when people are on the other side of the ball that are going someplace big, that even motivates him even more, not only for the win, but to, to be able to go up against that competition and say, hey, Dad, I can, I can compete not only here in high school with these guys, but even if I want to go to the next level. So I hope you guys will be excited to get out there and, and not only watch Central, but, you know, see Carter a little bit as well. Absolutely, we are, um, Greg. We uh, we appreciate you taking a little time to talk a little soccer and a little football with us today, and uh, look forward to those um, openers against and at Franklin County. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I, hey, you know, I don't know how we'll keep in touch. I guess it'll be with the text message and stuff like we normally, you know. But I appreciate the phone call and and covering Lady Line Soccer and everybody's soccer program. I'm glad you guys have found a way to to continue this because, you know, all sports need it. So good luck to you two. Thanks so much, Coach. Once again, Columbia Line Soccer home opener on August 23rd, right? Uh, I believe so, yes. August 23rd, Franklin County at Columbia Central. Make sure – I'm not sure how social distancing as far as uh, getting out to the game, but – I'm sure they'll sell a few tickets anyway. So make sure you get out there if you can. If not, follow them on social media for sure. And we will uh, we will keep you updated, of course, on smtnsports.com and all of our social medias as well. And when we come back, we're going to talk briefly about uh, the opening of contact at uh, in high school football. So we'll be right back on Sports Night presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. And welcome back to Sports Night presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Just a quick correction, it's August 25th, not 23rd. Uh, Not sure where I got the 17th being on 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 a Wednesday, but who knows. 
anyway, August 25th at Columbia Central for the home opener for the Lady Lions soccer team. Maurice, it is, um, we've got just a little bit of time left. Just want to mm-hmm. talk a little bit about, of course, high school football contact starts today. It's Monday the 3rd, and uh, it's an exciting day for high school sports and high school football especially. It is, and, and as Greg noted in the previous segment, all of a sudden everybody's kind of got to speed up because um, – you know, again, after Governor Lee signing his executive order last week, um, teams can begin full contact probably this week once they have completed the TSSAA heat acclimatization. Say that three times fast. Sure. Um, <laughs> period. Of um, two days in helmets, three days in helmets and shoulder pads before they can go full contact. Not everybody has completed that yet. Um Mount Pleasant and Columbia Academy will both be going full contact on Monday. Columbia Central will go out on on Tuesday in full gear. Spring Hill won't go until Thursday, but all of that is in anticipation of August 21st season openers. Now, we're sitting here today on Monday, August 3rd. Now, there's not going to be any preseason scrimmages. There's not going to be any jamborees. So that August 21st, not, that's when everything is for real, and that'll be the first time these teams are lining up against somebody different. And so it's going to be interesting, but but you're talking about basically less than three weeks from now till the season openers. And so um, there's going to be, as, as Greg was saying, again, a lot of unknowns to deal with as far as that goes. But um, – a lot of folks are excited. We're getting football back. We're, we're um, getting girls soccer back for for however long we have it, I guess. Yeah, I think the the senior night on the and the beginning of the year is probably not a bad plan. Um, you know, just real quick, we, we saw, and again, this is baseball, but we saw over the, the weekend where Iowa um, essentially, they, they host their high school baseball in the in the summer like mm-hmm. every year they always do it's it's very similar yeah. to what we see in legion ball here and and the the travel ball tournaments but you know there was a lot i saw some statistics 94 percent of the teams were unaffected um throughout the entire state but the teams that were affected they were saying the they you know the students and the players weren't getting the virus necessarily from each other it was from going out you know, to the grocery store, to the convenience store and that sort of thing. And just like, you know, Sid was talking about earlier, it, you know, you're talking about high school kids there. I mean, every, every week I see kids in the parking lot at church of the city in spring Hill, you know, just hanging out in the parking lot. They're still kids. And it's, it's tough. You know, it's, it's tough on adults to, to do everything that we need to do to try to keep ourselves safe. And so to expect, kids to be able to adjust you know 16 17 18 year olds that already think they're 10 foot tall and bulletproof anyway you know it's just um it's a tough ask and um just hopefully you just hope for the best i mean want to keep everybody as healthy as we can not necessarily for athletics just you know you you hate the thought of losing somebody sure i mean there's there's so many things we don't know at this point but that being said, you know, high school kids 
are going to be out. High school kids are going to high school kid. Exactly. <laughs> so what's the so so again? There there may not be much of a difference between them playing high school football or going to the convenience store, or hanging out in the parking lot of Church of the City in Spring Hill. So there you go. <laughs> we, might, we might as well get to hit somebody in the process, as uh, Louis Elastic said on Remember the Titans. I'm just here <laughs> to hit somebody. There you go. So, uh, or as uh, or as Dontavious Ellison from, from yeah. Mount Pleasant said yesterday. He so, did say uh, that in your story on sm-tnsports.com. Shameless plug on our own yeah. podcast. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean it's it's an exciting time, and yeah. and um with even with everything that's going on, it's it's no less exciting, and and hopefully we can support these teams and these kids and 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 these coaches, and and everybody can get through it as best they can. Right. And, and, you know, fans need to do their part, too. That's what's important. You know, after the game, can't be going up to all the kids and hugging them and high-fiving them and that sort of thing. you got, you got to be smart about it and, you know, take your time and, and cheer on the kids. Make sure you know that they know that, that you are there and proud of them, that sort of thing. But we all have to do a little bit – it has to be a little bit different this year. So I'm excited to see what it's going to look like. Um, I know you are, too. If you want to keep up with us, it's uh, – Social media, Facebook, SMTN Sports. Um, of course, on Twitter and Instagram, you can see it in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. If you are watching this or if you're listening, it's at SM underscore TN Sports. That's Twitter and Instagram handles. And, of course, the website, sm-tnsports.com. Uh, make sure that you follow us there. Uh, coming in a couple of weeks, we will have our fall preseason sports magazine out. I'm working on that as we speak, so really excited about that. So make sure you are, uh, when we get that out, you keep listening to the podcast and watch our social media. And, of course, it will be digitally available on our website. So thanks again for joining us. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll definitely let you know when that's out and available. Oh, no question. Um <laughs> Yeah, but thank you guys so much for joining us on Sports Night, the podcast presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. For Maurice Patton, I'm Chris Yao. You guys have a great day.